now listening to the Seventh Rounders. Welcome back to episode 84 of the Seventh Rounders. This is the Toyotathon episode from now through the holiday season. Buy one, get one 50% off at your local Toyota retailers. Is that actually the deal? There's no way that's <laughs> the deal. If, no. so, <laughs> if so, we got to both get a car. <laughs> Um, we're going to start a, um, a new buy-in $10,000 buy-in for a truck, for a truck. Yes. Um, we'll figure out the deets on that later. Isn't the Tacoma a truck? Tacoma is a truck, Mm -hmm. but John is distracting me with this puzzled look he has on his face, but I'll, I'll keep going. Like I said, episode 84, boys, we're coming up on that century mark. We're going to have to do something special for it. Um, Every how day is everyone's... special in this life that we live. You're damn straight. We, uh, we hope... John's been watching too much Bill Walton today. I, he has. Oh, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm going to channel my inner Bill this whole episode. I feel it. I feel it within the, the mushroom patches of Charlotte, North Carolina. Yo, that guy, I don't know how he comes up with how, what he comes up with. Well, I do. He's, He's on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, Benetti called him out, or like Benetti said, he, they were talking about acid earlier, like acidic level of Bill Walton's like, my pH is seven. And then uh, Benetti's like, oh, you're that high? He's like, yeah, as you are now. And then it's like, just hilarious. But I love how they're sticking him on these like midday games just to spice him up. Yeah. Also, really good games uh, so far early in the season. I know we're going to get into that later, but yeah, Bill Walton's a, he's a treasure. He's a the, treat. The guy, He's the a guy treat called, to to. He, he called shot clock violations a, a crime against humanity today. I mean, he. I might just try to go back. Maybe I can find like the full games on like the internet just to watch the tape again. I wasn't even. Um, I I don't even need to watch the game. If Bill Wallen has a podcast that I don't know about, I need to hear. If anyone can go and look at look that up for us. Just a national treasure. They don't even talk about the game. You could have that. You could have your headphones in or whatever listening to this. You would have no idea what the score is at any point in the game if you're listening. Yeah. It's a wall in the booth. Yeah, he'll, he'll like comment on like them missing a wide open three yeah. or a bad foul call, and then he's just right back to talking about anything else. Whatever is like whatever comes into his mind, he just talks about it. Like I don't think he's got to have the the most clear thoughts ever because he just gets rid of all of them so quickly, like right when they come to him. That he does. That he does. We but, got off, um, we got off topic there, Chad. We, we did a little back. bit. Steer us back. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, we took last week off. We hope everyone had a great holiday weekend slash week. Hopefully you got to spend time with some loved ones. Um, but we have a lot to catch up on. We um, now two weeks of college football, two weeks of the NFL and college basketball started. So there's a lot going on. Like it's hard to keep it all straight. It's a very overwhelming time of year. You know, Christmas coming up, it's just like concussion after concussion, trying to keep all these games straight. Um, But we'll get you up to date. But for now, we will start with college football. We'll kind of we can review the last two weeks, more the last week. Um, The latest playoff ranking came out tonight, a couple hours before we recorded, which is a Tuesday. Does anyone have those pulled up? Um, I know the top. 
the top four, the top seven remain the same with Alabama at one, Notre Dame at two, Clemson three, Ohio State four, Texas A&M five, Florida Cincinnati seven. A Northwestern loss drops them to like four. Uh, so Georgia slides up to eight. And then we have, I believe, Iowa State nine. Um, I'm going off the top. Keep filling I, I, it. I'm, I'm pulling it up. I got it. I got it. Yeah, no, you've been like all, all like very right so far. Very impressive job. I don't, so it's Bama, Notre Dame, Clemson's are top three, Ohio State four, A&M five, Florida six, Cincinnati seven, Georgia eight, Iowa State nine, Miami ten. And then you have Oklahoma, Indiana, BYU, Northwestern, Oklahoma State, and then the rest. Okay. Um, so Coastal Carolina at 18. They're undefeated. So that's that's just the only other one I would touch on. So let's dive into these rankings. I mean, there was not a great slate last week. Not much to hit on. No. Um, I want to start. We can all we can pick this apart however we want. But I, I want to start with the Big 12. And most people are like, why on God's earth are you starting with the Big 12? But they're in a precarious spot right now. Precarious. 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 Um, We're all in agreement the Pac-12 is out, even if USC runs the tape or Washington. I think the Pac-12 is out. Yeah, Um, I was going to say Washington's also undefeated. I just don't think they have enough games left in their season. The Big 12 best team can have a minimum of two losses with Iowa State or Oklahoma already having two losses. I know, but you Iowa State's at 9, Oklahoma's at 11. That simply because Iowa yeah, State has the head to head. If Oklahoma runs the table, that means they're going to beat Iowa State in the Big 12 championship that avenges one of their losses. If they're if let's say, you know, Notre Dame beats Clemson in the rematch, that that probably knocks Clemson out. I could see Oklahoma jumping Cincinnati. I don't think the Big 12 is out of this. Dude, I'll be honest. If they sneak Oklahoma into the playoff again just to watch them get slaughtered, that's what happens yeah. every single year. Like, I'd much rather see Iowa State, although I don't think they're very good. I think they get murdered by those top teams. No, I agree. I think I think they did win an electric game for me over Texas this past week. Uh, do you guys agree that I think what the committee wants to happen is pretty simple. They want Alabama to beat Florida. They want Clemson to beat Notre Dame and they want the final four to be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame. That makes it the easiest on the committee. That's going to give them by far their best ratings, you know, with the semifinals of Bama, Notre Dame and Clemson, Ohio State or something like that. That gives them by far their best ratings. That's what they are hoping and praying happens. I think that's one of the reasons you saw Clemson above Ohio State. Um, I think that gives Notre Dame even more a little uh, even more leeway if they were to lose to, you know, Clemson in the ACC championship. I, I think that. Final four is really solidified unless something hectic happens. Here's the question. Do you put, say, a 10 or 11 win undefeated Cincinnati team ahead of a 5-0 and or 6-0 and Ohio State team that cannot play in the Big Ten championship? So it looks like right now Ohio State's either going to be 5-0 and or 7-0. and They're going to play this week against Michigan State, which brings them to 5-0. and The following week is Michigan, which... 
Michigan's they dealing with. They need to play. They need to play to get to the Big Ten. Yeah. So if they they play Michigan, then they're six and zero. Big Ten championship brings them to seven and zero. At five and zero, it could be more of a question. But I just, when it comes down to it, I and I, I'm biased in saying this, but I just think for the reasons I listed before, trying to take my Ohio State bias out of it. I think the committee will do whatever they can to keep Ohio State in front of Cincinnati. Did you go to Ohio State? Uh, (laughs) You could make the case. Okay. So I, I hope, I hope this isn't the top four, because I feel like this is always the top four. I would love to see. I just want chaos so bad. I think Florida is a really strong team. Uh, Do I think they can beat Bama? Probably not. Now, what if they did, though? Would Bama still get in, you think? Just what if that happened? What if something insane happened? It's 2020, dude. You know, it's so just like... I think Bama doesn't play A&M this year, right? They already beat them. They already did. That was A&M's one ball. A&M's probably in trouble. Oh, that's right. That's right. A&M beat Florida. Okay. So, so John... I think Bama's still in, for sure, if they lose. John, you bring up an interesting point. If Florida beats Alabama in the SEC, it could wind up being two SEC, two ACC teams in. Dude, Florida's good. Florida's good. Nebraska's having an all-time year. Florida's offense is legit. Florida's offense can give Alabama some serious problems. It's can their defense stop Bama? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Tony and um, Pitts are as good of a one-two punch for weapons uh, and, and Trask, a quarterback that you could possibly have. In the, they're they're probably second to Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle and Mac Jones. Like, they're they're up there. I, I'm watching the Florida game last weekend. Tony's fielding punts like jumping over, guys. Like, yeah, I don't know why he's That doing. man has reckless he's, abandon. He is fucking fast. Yeah. Like, he's got jets, and Pitts is just so much better than any other tight end in America. It's not even funny. Like, that, that's a good offense. They can give him problems. Chad, what are you thinking right now? You look like you're in deep thought. Um, I mean, we, we texted about this a little earlier today. I, I think Pitt should be getting more Heisman buzz. Personally. I was hoping that you were going to segue into that. That's why I set you up. Listen, you- Trask is, Trask is a damn good quarterback. I was high on him going into the year, but you see what Pitts has done this year. I mean, you could make the case that he should be the Florida player that, getting the Heisman buzz. And you could say the same thing about Devonta Smith over Mac Jones. It's not going to happen because it's a quarterback award. But, I mean, those two guys are as good as it gets at their respective positions. Smith's probably going to get an invite to New York City. As he should. The problem with Alabama is they have Jones, uh, Smith, and Harris all getting Heisman buzz. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... I, um, I don't know. It's weird because outside, I mean, right now, Trask and Mac Jones are the two heavy, heavy favorites. Um, and I, I'm assuming Zach Wilson's still in there at number three. I don't think he really has a chance. Um, Justin Fields dropped out big time for sure. Justin Fields dropped a little bit. Lawrence dropped because he missed games. So yeah, I think Lawrence is still the favorite to win the award. I'm straight no up. Way. No way. Look that up, fact check, second. man. As you're as you're saying, uh, Chad. Uh, I I just it's it's tough because it is a quarterback award, so I, I get how the odds are right now with Jones and Trask being one and two, but yeah, 
this it, is the most trash. impressive tight end season statistically at least that uh, we've all seen in some time um and then devonta smith is good for you know one or two 50 60 yard touchdown catches every week which makes mac jones look that much better and i don't know i mean it's interesting but you can make the case of the similarly in in years past as well uh so i don't know in reality the heisman is what it is but um you said I mean, Trask's the favorite? Ter- What'd you say? Yeah, Trask is minus 110, Mac Jones plus 150, Lawrence plus 500, Fields plus 1,000, Ian Book plus 2,200. Who's, if they go undefeated, he's sneaky, could get up there. Yeah. Then Devonta Smith and Zach Wilson at plus 5,000. Najee not- Harris plus 8,000. Pitt is not even listed. Uh, Derek King's at plus 10,000, then Brock Purdy at 25,000, and Spencer Rattler at 25,000. And still no pits. No. DraftKings ends with hey, Rattler dude. at plus wow. 25. 25 How to 1. How is he getting any buzz? I thought he stunk. Is any he other... I haven't uh, watched Oklahoma. Any other beef or anything else you want to add about the college football rankings? I mean, I think we're all in agreement. Georgia no. should not be 8. That's a joke. One thing I wanted to touch on, it's not really... I don't really care about Georgia. Um... They smoke South Carolina, but South Carolina is not even a team right now. It's literally not even a team right now. Uh, what I did see on ESPN, though, speaking of them, is that we're projected to go to the Gasparilla Bowl. Why are we projected to go to a bowl? Is this real? I, I, I don't think there's a, a win minimum on bowl games this year. Oh I think God. I saw that. Yo, we need to decline any bowl invite. That can't be something that's nationally televised. That can't that product, <laughs> No, that product can't be on the field for recruits to see, for fans to see, that can't happen. I'll boycott. I'll start a change.org and all that bullshit. I'll start that to boycott us being in a bowl game because that's speaking, bullshit. Speaking of South Carolina. It's going to be embarrassing. Guy by the name of, uh, of, of uh, what is it, Bryce Hall, I believe, decommitted from South Carolina. He committed to be. Everyone's decommitted, dude. I don't even care anymore. Sorry, Bryce Steele. Bryce like Steele. But then we'll have a team after that. Yeah. Um, and then I also and saw this. I saw Liberty might not – Liberty might very well go 10-1 and one and not get an invite to a bowl game because all the bowl games they're dropping out and, like, all the only ones left have, like, contractual agreements with mainly Power 5 conferences. Liberty might get fucked. That's crazy. Like, if South yeah. Carolina makes a bowl and Liberty doesn't, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> I'm calling speaking of Liberty, call speaking local, of Liberty, bro. college game day heading to Coastal Carolina this weekend That's for exciting. the Coastal Carolina Liberty game. That'll be a fun South game. South Carolina. Coastal Carolina is quite the school. I've never been there. The Chancellors, they fucked me good and well They're last Saturday. Quite well known Saturdays ago. for their partying and drinking in the Carolinas here. I think they won a uh, college, won a college baseball, baseball championship. Yeah. Super, super underdog story. I was really happy for him. That was like four or five years ago. That oh, was gotta be long. guy just got stuffed by the rim. That was chaos. Fell on his head. All this right, is- so let's um, let's we're gonna switch up the order a little bit this week. Let's get into our our locks of the week for college football, and then we'll move on to college basketball before break. Um. I may have switched this up on you guys, so you may be scrambling. So I'll, I'll lead off with a lock to start week 14 in college football. 
and I'm going to a Friday night at 8.30 matchup. A good one, a doozy. App State at home against Louisiana, ULL, the Rasian Cajuns. I'm going to go App State minus two and a half. Um, I don't like betting on ULL. Uh, this line kind of gave me a concussion a little bit, so I- I'm going to go App State. I like App State in that spot, honestly. They, uh, I don't know if they played this past weekend, but last time I watched them, they lost to Coastal Carolina. Please don't talk about that game. I know. That was a disaster. That was an absolute disaster. But uh, That was like, that was like, oh man, blood pressure was a problem. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the fucking I'm getting, the wagon. I, I feel my blood pressure increasing. I'm, th- I'm serious. I'm thinking yeah, about I'm gonna, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, about Pepperdine gonna, again. And I'm now gonna, I'm thinking about fucking Pepperdine again, dude. Stop. Now my head's tingling. We're going to talk about Pepperdine when we get to college hoops, so hold that right there. But I'm going to go back to the wagon. BC covered for me again last week. The reason they are currently plus 6.5 at UVA is because quarterback Phil Jerkovic is currently questionable. I think he's going to play. Regardless, if he plays or doesn't play, I'll be grabbing this line now before he's announced in. BC should not be 6.5 point underdogs to UVA. It just shouldn't happen. So I'll be taking that line. That'll be my first one Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Okay, I got a big noon kickoff. Ah, this makes me happy. Big noon kickoff. Hook them, baby. Texas Longhorns minus 9.5. This is a line I'm going to grab right now as well. I don't want that going above 9.5. They're going to be on the road at K-State. K-State is really, really bad. I don't think they're playing for a damn thing right now. Um, What have they done recently? So since stopping on Kansas... On October 24th, they've gone and gotten blown out by West Virginia. They've gotten, they lost to Oklahoma State. They got beaten 45-0 by Iowa State. And then they lost last week to Baylor, who has, I believe, one win, maybe two. That might have been their second <laughs> win. Kansas State is a bad football team. Last game of the year, playing for absolutely nothing. Texas actually is minus nine. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Give me the Texas Longhorns, minus nine. They're going to blow them the fuck out. This is going to be a 28-point win, probably. But give me the Longhorns minus nine. All right. I'm going to go for my next one to a noon game, an SEC game. I'm going to go Auburn at home plus seven against Texas A&M. I, I just don't think A&M's very good. Um, Auburn is not great either. I think Auburn's very fraudulent. But um, I'm going to go Auburn plus seven. How, how are you still betting on Bo Nix? Seriously. Dude, that he line is, is just so way closer bad. than it should be. It is so bad. I know. Did I you know. watch the Iron Bowl this past weekend? He looked like a paraplegic back there. I'm not and kidding. And one Eastern Illinois. He's bad. Bonex is really bad. Paraplegic. What a word. Um, <laughs> That's tough. Yeah. We apologize to those. Yeah, that was that was actually very insensitive. I, that's on me. Connor, you're gonna have uh, to- we'll cut that. that. Yeah, we'll think about it. Um, I'm scrambling right now, but give me one second here. So I do want to touch on this Liberty Coastal Carolina game. It's Coastal Carolina minus seven at the moment. They are the number one team in college football against the spread this year. Most profitable team. Last time I bet on Liberty, they had a field goal blocked against NC State as underdogs, which just absolutely killed me. 
With all that being said, I'm on Liberty plus seven at Coastal Carolina. I don't know if they win the game, but I Coastal Carolina needs some regression of the mean. They cannot finish the season with only one against the spread loss. That's just not going to happen. So I'll be on Liberty plus seven. Two o'clock Saturday kickoff. Can't believe College Game Day is heading down there, and they're on. They're relegated to ESPNU at 2 p.m. on a Saturday. Yeah, that can't happen. That's tough. That is actually That's ridiculous. Tough. That is ridiculous. Now I'm gonna go here with back to the Big 12. As soon as I come off my Texas win, I'm gonna be looking forward to betting my boys in blue. This has been one of my favorite. Don't teams, do it. If, if not my favorite team to bet on all season long, college are you, football. Are you taking the last this? three no. weeks? Yes. The last three weeks, I've taken them. They've, uh, again, blown out Kansas State. They have covered in a tough loss against the Texas Longhorns, and they blew out TCU. Their last game against Oklahoma was postponed. They had an extra week to get ready for this game against Iowa State. I don't think Iowa State's very good. They're seven-point favorite. Um, West Virginia's kept pretty much every game close all season long. Give me the Mountaineers on the road, plus seven, after a big emotional win for Iowa State. Looking ahead to potential Big 12 championship game against Oklahoma. I like West Virginia here. Plus seven. I mean, wow. why fix it when it's not broken, you know? Yeah. Those are my boys. They're going to cover. For sure. All right. Thank you for that, John. Chad, if you're, if you're riding that pick, don't be afraid to ch- – don't change your pick because of me. Join me. Join right, the I was just looking around. Um, yeah. But I, I, I am going to join you because I absolutely love that pick. I'm, I think, 2-0 in betting West Virginia this year. And they're just a team that loves chaos. They just, like, are bad but good at the same Their time. Their coach, so. Neil Jones, I believe, Neil Brown. Neil Brown, he's a really good coach. He's a little bit little bit of buzz for the South Carolina job. Ultimately said he's not leaving. He just got there from Troy. Phenomenal coach. Their defense is formidable now. They got one of the better defenses in the Big 12. So, I mean, like you said, continue. Sorry, I just stole your pick again, which was my pick. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, you said everything that needed to be said, and I will just say I'm rolling with JC on this one. Go Mountaineers. Let's go, baby. Was there your third? That was my third. All right. Ooh. Connor is just an absolute – he's rattled. All right. I, I was actually just looking at, at one game that I liked. I just was – thinking to myself I really want to put myself through it again after them having to block a PAT to win the bet last week but I'll be taking Stanford plus 12 on the road at Washington 4 p.m. kickoff uh in the Pac-12 I just I don't I don't love it because Stanford did not look like a good team against Cal last week but I just think that's too high Washington undefeated right now. I don't think they're as good as advertised, so uh, a bit of a buy-low spot for me on Stanford. I'm also seeing here, I'm looking at a, a system that I like to play sometimes, and I'm seeing Vandy plus 35.5 against Georgia. There's no way I ever go near that Vanderbilt team. They are they are the worst team. You know, I, I and I, it still just is, is, is mind-numbing to, to think that they're 4-3 and three against the spread before the Missouri game, but they look so inept. It's unbelievable. <laughs> My dad threw a party in the street when Derek Mason got fired, I think. He was the head of the committee, dude. He was the head of the committee. Fine. So shout out to, to him for uh, maybe a little bit of hope now moving forward. Derek Mason seems like a nice guy. He just couldn't handle that head coaching job. You can only be futile, futile for so long. Um, 
On to my third pick. I'm like really debating, like, do I want to stay in the Big 12 for all three picks here? Or do I want to leave the Big 12? And honest to God, I don't. I'm not leaving the Big 12. We're staying down in the Midwest. For reasons that we were alluding to earlier, Oklahoma needs style points. They're going to be trying to sneak their way as best they can in this playoff. They've got Baylor at home. They also didn't play last week. Mentioned their game against West Virginia was canceled. Uh, 22.5 point favorites at home against Baylor. Baylor is a bad team. Uh, They just won last week and probably, I don't know, coming off that win, they probably a big high for them because I I believe that that was their second win of the year. I think they should get blown out. Um, Oklahoma rolled over a decent to above average Big 12 team in Oklahoma State. Was never high on them this year, but they rolled over them by like three three or four touchdowns a few weeks back. So uh, we're going to stay in the Big 12. We're going to give the Oklahoma spread a shot and see how the boys do. Style points. I, I also I'm all in Oklahoma I'm, this I'm year, all, but I, I feel you. I'm all in on the, the style points business this time of year in college football. So I think these coaches are going to be trying to put up as much points as they can. Wow. I, I was I was thinking about this today. Do bowl games start before uh, the the conference championships? Conference championships are the week of December nineteenth, twentieth. So they might. I don't know. That's a good question, Connor. Who's our statistician these days? I don't know. I know a lot of bowl games have been canceled. I don't really know what the schedule looks like. I know conferences are different timelines. I really don't know anything. This is going to be a task for me to figure out later on down the road. You know? It is. So, last thing on college football before we move to college basketball. Um, You know, a lot of talk over – the years since the inception of the college football playoff and the committee. A lot of people don't like the committee in general, feel like with a lot of eight current ADs, former ADs, coaches, a lot of bias, a lot of, you know, pumping up ones, you know, teams and conferences that they're a part of whatnot. Would a simple fix just be putting it all on Vegas and just saying, give us the four teams that, you know, based on head-to-head spreads, projected spreads that Vegas would put out, give us your four best teams that way. I love it. <laughs> Vegas could run all this shit, man. I mean, really listen, could. I would love for that to happen. It would, That would never be allowed. It wouldn't happen, but wouldn't that just like, I don't know. I just feel like that would be such a simple way to be like, and then Vegas just has all through the year, like projected college football lines. You can literally go onto their website, click any two college football teams, and it would give a projected neutral site line. And at the end of the year, whatever those lines are is the four teams that play. Just a thought would never happen, like Connor said, but be very interesting. I would love that. I just, I think it's, you just can't have it happen, but. I also wonder if they would get it wrong a lot. They, I mean, there sure as hell wouldn't be matchups like we had with like Notre Dame a few years back, losing by like a, a trillion to Bama. 
Yeah, um, so I sent it to um, John and Connor a few days ago, but um, the Vegas released hypothetical college football playoff lines. I can read them off to the folks at home for those wondering. Did you guys look at them? Yes, you, the, you yes, okay. you did. I would have had you guess, yes, but you looked at them. Um, so at a neutral site, Alabama would be a six and a half point favorite against Clemson, a four point favorite against Ohio State, a 10 point favorite against Notre Dame. Clemson on a neutral site would be a five and a half point favorite against Notre Dame. Clemson and Ohio State would be a pick em, and Ohio State would be a six point favorite against Notre Dame. So. Interesting. I couldn't find like I was curious to see what like Notre Dame versus Texas A&M or Notre Dame against Florida, what those spreads would be. I would assume they'd be right around a pick them. But well, this Eastern Illinois guy is playing with a like a mask on, like a full ass mask on, like a LeBron broken it's on nose the mask court with a mask on. It's like a bandana, though. Interesting. It's kind of crazy, dude. So East Illinois sneaky might win this game all of a sudden, guys. They're down by six to Dayton. Speaking of Eastern Illinois, let's get into it. With 35 seconds. College basketball has begun. Um, I'm hoping Connor and maybe John can pick up the slack. I've, I don't know much about college basketball right now. I'm kind of out of it. I know Gonzaga is a good basketball team. Uh, where do we want to start with this? I mean, I have a couple things I want to run by you guys, but any overarching things from the start of this year? We've been playing for, what, a little over a week now. Some uh, some top 10 teams have been upset. I know Virginia lost. I know someone else did. Connor, do you have any – did you put any uh, bets out for, you know, final four picks or anything like that? And Connor might be muted. Connor's because- audio – Connor Powers is muted. We are having a technical difficulty in Powers' residence. I was going to say, no, I have not. Uh, After watching one game of Gonzaga, I would say if you got them before the year, they were a good bet. They're now plus 600 and the favorite to win. That team is a goddamn wagon. They have Drew Timmy, an incredible big. Jalen Suggs might be the best freshman, maybe the best player in the country that I've seen. Um, and they have another white Kistler. dude that wears a headband, Kissler, who just is disgustingly good. Dude, Gonzaga is, is leaps and bounds, I think, the best team right now. Uh, they, I'm excited for them. To, I, I don't know. They're going to be fun to bet on, I think. I think they're going to be a really good against the spread team because they're so dominant. At least early in the season. I don't know. All their spreads are so fat, though, out in the west Western whack or whatever the fuck they play in. The WCC? Nah, I have no idea what it's called. So, Connor, as an ACC guy, uh, wanted to run this by you. So, I feel like since the realignment of the ACC back in, what, 2014 maybe, the prominent, there's been four dominant teams. It's been Duke, it's been UNC, it's been Virginia, it's been Louisville. Is it safe at this point to add Florida State to that mix? Florida State made the Elite Eight in 2018. They were a three seed in 2017, and they were right around the top 10 team in the country before things got shut down in 2019. Is this just a power, a major college basketball power at this point? They're better than Louisville as a program, for sure. 
I'd argue they're better than they've been better than UNC as a program since UNC's last national title. Uh, yeah, I, I, they're, they're good. Um, Leonard Hamilton's a hell of a coach down there and they always seem to have just these massive dudes. They always have some Every big year. Dudes. They have yeah. like a couple seven footers. Well, I think Florida state basketball is just tall and fast. This is what yeah. I think of. I feel like, and they always have a deep bench. Athletic. They always go like seven, eight, nine guys. I, I remember going to the game against Virginia They're last year, team. and they were just cycling guys in. But um, good I'll program, you, just something I wanted to know. Um, Eastern Illinois is down a point to Dayton now with 16 seconds. Dayton was up 16 with about three minutes left, I think. Wow. It's been yeah. wild. I think I have my team this year, outside of Syracuse, of course, who's bad, but – my team that I just I kind of love that I don't know why is Illinois. You know they're ranked fourth or fifth. Just give me the Fighting Illini. They're good. They have a guy. They have a big Coburn, and then Osunwa or however you say his last name is disgusting for them. They're a good team. One of the top teams that I dislike. I I just can never. I'm never a believer in Baylor ever. I don't know why. I just always I fade Baylor. I think it's gonna be the same this year. Nova, I don't think is as good as advertised. Um, I think Jay Wright's a hell of a coach, but I just don't know if they're that talented. BC played them tight. We saw them lose to Virginia Tech in overtime. I think Kansas is a good team again. Um, I watched UNC today. I don't think they're great they i'm not kidding the refs legit through the game against stanford today that was out of control i don't think unc is good i think texas is a really really good team i'm very now this is going to probably come out after this game so texas plays unc tomorrow now um god i hope texas wins i think texas is an excellent team they held indiana today to 44 44 44. and indiana looked fantastic uh before before they played texas so um, I would keep an eye on them. I would keep an eye on um, Texas, Texas sleeper too. Although Stanford lost today to uh, the refs and UNC, I would keep an eye on them. Zaire Williams is so legit; it's unbelievable. Just silky smooth. He so, got fucked out of a second half today. That was bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so they're a team to, to no doubt keep an eye on. Texas Tech's a good team as well. They have um, Georgetown transfer Mac McClung. I'm He's out on them. They cost them. me some money the other night. Uh, actually got embarrassed, so I'm out on them. Personally, uh, Iowa has potentially the player of the year in Luca Garza. Yep. He's a, a good player. They're going to be a problem and, and a mid-major to keep an eye on. Just and I nailed this pick. Richmond Spiders uh, upset Kentucky and Rupp Arena this past weekend. They are they got five five seniors in their starting lineup. Richmond's going to be a very dangerous team all season long and especially in March. Keep an eye on them as long as they stay healthy. And Eastern Illinois has covered but they lost by three value and effort by them. So I'm going to throw this on you guys right now. We're bringing back a segment. We were, we were planning, we were thinking about doing it at the beginning of the episode. And then we're like, uh, maybe now it would be difficult, but I'm going to, I'm going to snip, 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 snip. And we're bringing it back. Are you guys ready? Yeah, we'll guess some lines. Guess that spread. We'll start tomorrow. Providence just won after Davidson missed a wide-open game-winning layup, I've been told. John is not focused right now. We'll have him fight through it. It's just one of those things. He got injured at the gym today, so he's fighting through distractions. 
So, John, I'm going to start with you. You're going to guess this line first. Gonzaga at home, number one in the nation against number 11, West Virginia. Is this it? No, that that can't be at home. Is that at a neutral site? Get the it right location. Is in Indianapolis, so neutral site. Okay. Um, who is it? We got West Virginia and who? You said these are. I have this is Gonzaga. tomorrow's games. Tomorrow's games. Yeah. I haven't looked at these. Um, give me Gonzaga minus twelve. I'll go Gonzaga minus 14. It is Gonzaga minus seven and a half. Well, wow. That might be a fucking slammer. Time. Yeah, I guess. And I was a little quick. They did not miss the layup. I don't think at the actual buzzer. Um, don't know what happened, but no, well, it's just a free throw to not cover. This Boys, we have another dandy tomorrow. A top five matchup. We have number two, Baylor, versus number five, Illinois, also in Indianapolis. So we have two bangers tomorrow. Um, Who do you guys, what do you have as the line in that? Baylor versus Illinois, two versus five. Connor, you go first. I think this is Illinois minus one and a half. Baylor minus three. It is Baylor minus five. Clemens up I'll be, two, baby. I'll be on Illinois then. Let's go, I think baby. they're a better team than Baylor. Let's go. Okay. The next one, we have Come Oregon on. at, nope, neutral site, Oregon versus Missouri. Oregon is number 21 in the country. Oregon, my, uh, Oregon minus eight. I'll go Oregon minus nine. Oregon minus four. Providence Jesus. money line hits. Let's go. And Clemens is up 3-0 and Providence money line hits. Let's and go. We'll finish with this. Clemens won the week. But we'll finish with a dandy. We have 0-3 Howard versus 0-2 LaSalle. <laughs> Tomorrow at 4 p.m. I need to add Maker McCurr, Thon's brother. McCurr Maker, however you say his name, he's out yes. for Howard. Keep that in mind. Howard versus LaSalle, 0-3, 0-2. What's the line? Where is the game? It's at <laughs> Howard. Pick him. I know that Howard shut down, um, what is it, Maker Maker? John has not even been listening. <laughs> I just said he's out. Yeah, he's out. Yeah. No, I wasn't listening. Sorry. I was watching the end of that Providence game, dude. That was wild. I, that spread was two and a half. Thank God I took the money line for Providence, so I hit that. I would have been screaming. Um, give me give me LaSalle minus three. LaSalle minus six and a half. Clemens sweeps this week. Was that 4-0? Oh? That was 4-0. Oh. Clemens was barely paying attention and still put in just a, a dominant performance. Well, no, because I remember Howard got absolutely blown out. I, I like We, I we all bet. Belmont against them. Remember? Yeah, that? I remember Howard got blown out, dude. I have been so invested. I've never been so invested so early in college basketball, but I've been so invested on these like websites looking at these numbers, data for all of these games and stuff that I like felt so locked in for those spreads. Let's go. I love it. How have I never been so into college basketball so early? 
I that if that if there's one good thing that Corona's produced, that is it. And I think it's time probably for a break. What do you think, Chad? My my voice yeah. is going. I need to find a water. Can you tell my voice is going right now? Yeah. Yep. All right, folks. So alert, alert, water break. Talk to you in a sec. Bye-bye. Bye. Rock chalk. And we're back. Rock chalk. Rock chalk. We're back. Rock um, chalk. Rock. Rock chalk. NFL time. I'm going to put you guys on the spot. But who are your top five teams in the NFL going into week? Well, it's extended. 13. It's a little goofy. Week what? We're going into week 13. There you have it, folks. Week 13. Guys, who are your top teams? I can start while you guys scramble. Number one, I have Kansas City Chiefs. Patty Mahomes is a cheat code. Number two, I have Pittsburgh, the only undefeated team left in the NFL. I still think they're a tad fraudulent, but they're damn good. Number three, I didn't think this was going to be the case, but the Saints are just a complete football team. They've now won two games without Brees. So I have them at three. At four, it's tough, but I'm moving this team back up a little bit. I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans at four. And to round out the top five, I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Number one, Chiefs, obvious reasons. Number two, New Orleans Saints. Having played them as a Falcons fan, they are legit. Though they don't even need a quarterback. They're still just running through teams. Um, number three, I'm actually going to go with the Green Bay Packers. Number four, I will go with the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. And number five, I'm actually going to go with the Buffalo Bills. And wow, you've put the Bills over, or the Steelers over the Bills finally. Is that right? Yeah. What do you mean, finally? You were, last episode, we were arguing that you were saying the Bills were better than the Steelers. and more. You both were saying the Bills are better than the Steelers. I think, I, think the, I, I think the Bills are better than the Steelers, but right now the Steelers are undefeated. So for this week's power rankings, I think the Steelers are ahead of the Bills. Can we I think clarify that our Bills conversation? Play? Because I remember it exactly. It was what team has a better chance of beating the Chiefs in the playoffs? Connor and I both said the upside of Josh Allen um, is better than what Big Ben provides in terms of upside. And Connor and I both said that this all hinges on the Bills defense figuring their shit out. So right now, I think everyone's in agreement that Pittsburgh is better than Buffalo. However, come playoff time, I still think the Bills have a provide a better chance to beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. That was very well put. I I concur. Okay. I understand where you're coming from. I don't I don't necessarily understand the just if I don't know. It's inconsistent though. Like if you think then I, I don't know. I guess it's just how you view it. Um but anyway, so yeah, I would have the Chiefs number 1. I'd have the the Steelers number 2. I would have the Saints number 3. 
Um, I would probably now it gets tricky. Probably have the Packers at four. Uh, their defense can be leaky against the run, especially Mike Pettin's look, not look, very look good. Damn Matt good against Mitch Trubisky, that. though. Yeah, they did. He's not good. <laughs> also, so Seattle's defense looked great against Carson Wentz, but that's a whole other problem for for uh, the Eagles. Um, and then fifth spot, I'm probably going with. I think the Titans are better than the Bills, personally, so I'm going Titans. All right. With the Bills, uh, Seattle, and the Dolphins, probably the next three looking in. I'm, uh, yeah, Seattle I agree with. Dolphins, I don't know. Um, so any games from this past week that we really wanted to highlight? I mean, Tampa Bay has issues. I don't know what they are. They should be better than their record. The Rams just hang around there. The Rams have some weeks, like they play the Dolphins, it's like this isn't a playoff team. And then they have some games, it's like this team could compete in the NFC. So I don't really that was a bad. That was a bad loss to San Fran this week for them. Really bad loss. Uh, who? The Rams beat the Rams. Oh, am I looking at the wrong week? Oh, this guy's yeah. drunk. Jesus Christ. He's hammered. Sorry, yeah. I was looking at week 11. Um, yes, that is a bad loss against San Francisco. Uh, Chicago's just a dumpster fire now. Um, Cleveland is interesting. They're winning by the skin of their teeth, but they're in a playoff spot right now. They will probably make the playoffs. Um, what do you guys think of the Browns? They're just they're so, eh. yeah, I don't know. I think they are, they're a good team. They're fine. They're not, they deserve to be in the playoffs this year. They're not going to do anything, in my opinion. I just got Kansas at minus three. That's cute. Minus 120, bought a hook, it dropped at three and a half. Little unit and a half wager. We're fine. And John is distracted again. John, anything you want to add on our Miami Dolphins? Um, good win. Good win. Good to see Fitz get a win against his old team, the Jets. Uh, it was the Jets. I honestly was at a bar, and they didn't feel like putting on that game, so I pretty much could just watch highlights and just kind of shut up and knew I had bets on other games and made the most of it. But uh, it was whatever. Easy win. Really sh- sweat-free, as it should have been against a team like that playing for absolutely nothing total dumpster fire complete joke of an organization it was good to beat them as we did the, but the biggest joke of the weekend is the the los angeles chargers that was one of the most pitiful disgusting displays of coaching at the end of that game that i've ever seen in my life if i had bet the chargers oh my gosh i would be sick anthony lynn is horrendous they gave Austin Eckler, who basically hasn't walked in like 10 weeks. I think he had 30 touches. He accounted for, he had over 50% of, of the Chargers touches in the second half. What are you doing? Lynn's got to go. That team has talent. That coaching staff's got to go. Yeah, the, the, they just stink. Man, but they just... the the coaching staff before it, like they had talent as well, and they weren't able to do much. I just, that team's in a weird spot where... Obviously, they have their franchise quarterback, and they've got, you know, Keenan Allen's about as good as it gets. Austin Eckler's damn good. Um, Mike Williams. Mike Williams. You know, it'll be nice next year um, having Derwin James back 
him, Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa. Uh, they've got some corners Casey on the Hayward. outside. Yeah, corners on the like that team should be a playoff team. I I don't get it. Um, but here we are. I probably will never bet on the Chargers again. That could change. Yeah. That I mean, and then the if anyone out there listening to this bet Seattle minus six and a half last night. Honestly, God bless your soul. One of the worst beats I've seen in recent memory. The fix may be in on primetime games. It may be in. You didn't hear it here first, but that game legit looked fixed last night. So, Please contact Austin Woodland with any uh, conspiracy thoughts towards Monday Night Football and Vegas and gambling. Please contact, again, Austin Woodland for that. Yeah. Uh, my last thought on last week is the Falcons looked like a wagon again. We beat the Raiders 43 to six. I mean, you know, I don't know what to make of this Atlanta Falcons team. They're four and two since firing Dan Quinn. Some weeks we look incredible. Some weeks like against the saints, we look horrible. So who knows that being said, we can move forward to week 13 tough slate. Honestly, I have not seen a single pick on the board that I love off the bat so it's going to be a grind of a week this is a tough tough it's slate. tough board really tough board We're getting into is- it. before we get into that let me uh provide a quick update let you guys look at the board because i can tell you're doing that uh i am one of the final 177 people alive in the survivor pool i believe i mentioned this a couple weeks back there were 13 over 13,000 to start it's the top 1.2 percent left First place, winner take all, $10,000. I have some teams left. Now, this week, let me tell you what I'm looking at. It's, it's, I'm feeling pretty confident. <laughs> I have the Minnesota Vikings still available. They play Jacksonville. I have, I have taken the team playing Jacksonville more than anyone this season. The team I have bet against second most, it might be, they might be tied, is the New York Jets. And I have the Oakland Raiders available this week. So I get my two teams against the two teams that I continue to fade because I think these two teams are in a, a battle for the number one pick at this point. Neither wants to win another game. Um, so we're going Raiders. We are going Jaguar or uh, Vikings. The last couple seasons I was looking back, it ended week 13. That's when we're in. It ended week 14 the year before. We're really getting down to it, boys. This is something that's crazy. Like it's something that I – I'm thinking about it constantly, and I think I'm gonna I gotta place those picks right now so I don't forget. But you have two you, you have two different two different brackets when going. Gets it when you get to week ten, you got to do two picks. It dwindles it down quick. That's why it's like oh shit. The second week it went to that eleven hundred of thirteen hundred got eliminated. So and that was the week before last. This week only about fifty, a little over fifty got eliminated. We're down to one seventy four. I mean, it's we're in it, dude. This is something crazy that's going on. And I still have, listen to this, I still have the Ravens. I still have the Titans. I'm pretty sure I still have the Bucks. They're on a bye this week, so I can't tell. And I still have the Colts. I still have some teams left if I can make it through with you the Ravens. You basically got to get through. You got to get through one or two more weeks, maybe three weeks. I think it's going to be one or two. I think we're going to get this week and then maybe the next one and then maybe week 15. I know we're going to get through this one. I just locked in the Raiders and the the Vikings. We'll check back next week. Keep me in your thoughts. It's been a grind. I don't know. I It's been a journey. Uh, it's something else. Well, we're rooting for you. That'd be, that'd be a nice little pick-me-up. If, 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 
if I, by some miracle, win this thing, I'm getting you guys, I'm telling you right now, round trip flights to Charlotte. We're going to have some fun. I can't wait. I can't wait either. Yeah, let's go. I said I... I'm and I'm I was getting far ahead of myself at least two thousand dollars blown it immediately on the boys you guys included. That's what I like to hear. That's what I and absolutely a lot of investing like. after that. We're a live a live seventh rounder yes. show in Charlotte. Yes. Yeah. Like probably go live on YouTube or something. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good time. We're we're pulling for you. My my well, mom actually yeah, lost her. My mom Scott. lost her survivor pool off the Minnesota Vikings against the Cowboys. That's so let's hope that, that doesn't happen again. That is the week that 1113 lost. Everyone was on the Vikes. I was not. I stayed away because I saw the stat about Mike McCarthy after a bye week. I got scared. Went a different direction. Smart man. Good shit. Good shit. Also, also, I was between last week. The Raiders were the, 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 the first cut I made was the Raiders, and they got blown out by the Falcons. I've been making very tactical moves. I'm hoping I keep doing that but i'm getting a little far ahead of myself thinking about what's what's beyond this current week one so, week at a time one week back. at a time gotta rein myself back in that's what we're doing that's what we're doing oh yeah all right all right. right my first play of the week going to the afc south i'm gonna take houston plus three against indianapolis i think deshaun watson's playing some of the best football of his career and i think houston could win this one outright I think this is like the fourth week in a row I've gone directly against Chad. My first lock of the week will be Indianapolis, minus three. Will Fuller, suspended for PEDs. Starting safety, suspended for PEDs. Colts just got blown out last week against Tennessee. Houston, impressive win over a, uh, over a shit team in Detroit on Thanksgiving. I like the buy low here for Indy. Colts, minus three. I hate betting on Phillip Rivers, but it had to be done. I'm going to do something crazy. Atlanta Falcons, plus three against the New Orleans Saints. Give it to me. I got nothing to say other than I think that the Saints have been rolling. It feels like a year everyone's been rolling, and then there's like a trap game. This is a total trap spot in Atlanta. Give me the Falcons, plus three. I the tell you what, it's it, division. The late season division games are frightening. I was going to say, it's been a while since the Falcons have been swept by division opponents. Saints got them pretty good the first time. Falcons coming off just a total best game they've probably played in, I don't know, Connor. How, how, when was the last time you saw <laughs> so, the Falcons play as good as they did last week? NFC Championship game against Green Bay before we went to the Super Bowl. Beat Aaron Rodgers and co. by like 30. Sorry, Marzula. Yeah, so that's that's my first lock. All right. God, I just chat. My Welcome next play. corporate America. My next play, I am going to go the Miami Dolphins minus 11 and a half at home against Cincy. They've been a little lethargic the last couple weeks. I think uh, the offense gets going a little bit with hopefully Miles Gaskin back. Get that run game going. I'm going to go Dolphins minus 11 and a half. I'll second that. I'm also on the Dolphins minus 11 and a half. Nice. I think Bengals, they covered last week with whoever the fuck's playing quarterback for him, Brandon Allen. Yeah. No way they cover again this week. Just no shot. All right. And I'm going to take uh, the Green Bay Packers minus nine and a half home Lambeau 425 against the Eagles. The Eagles suck so much. Blowout. 38-10 Packers. Give me nine and a half. 
The Eagles are just going in a blowout. fetal position. Yeah, this is a blowout. This game's a blowout. Okay. Respect. I'm out on. I'm so out on Philly. I didn't even touch this game. I know that they shouldn't because they shouldn't have covered so bad against the Seahawks. They're going to get blown out this week. They're not covering nine and a half. All right. In my last one, I am going to go Kansas City minus 14 against Denver. Uh, Kansas City just going to keep rolling. This is a huge spread. Don't usually like to put myself in these spots, but uh, I just think Kansas City absolutely blows them out. Regular season Kansas City scares me because you see, like last week they just t- they when they're up a lot, it's like they just stop, they just like don't care anymore because they don't they don't need to have their foot on the gas. That's why they scare me. But I'm not taking that game. I'm not touching that. Game. I don't like that division either. Yeah, I don't like that. But Chiefs are the. I mean, we saw last they're week. never a bad bet. I just worry about them when they get up big and stop caring because they do. They clearly stop caring sometimes. Yeah. Um. My last lock of the week will be, uh, I'll go to Monday night. One of the Monday night games, I should say. We're expecting three Monday night football games. Uh, maybe two and then a Tuesday night. I don't Tuesday, know. I think. Yeah. Uh, I'll be taking the Bills minus two and a half against the Niners. I don't like the Bills going out west to Arizona because the Niners can't even play in, in their home stadium. But uh, I like Bills getting revenge for that DeAndre Hopkins game on the road in Arizona. Bills yeah. minus two and a half. And my last pick, it's it's another, it's a similar, it's a don't overthink it game. Don't overthink it, John. Uh, New England pick them against the Chargers. Chargers are in total disarray. This is Anthony Lynn's last game as a head coach. New England wins this one. Uh, they're sneaking around right now. They're not going away. They're not going away. It's frustrating. Yeah, they really are. They're, what, five and six now? They are not going away. Right when you think they're going away, they're sure fucking not going away. Belichick ain't going anywhere. So they're going to win, for sure. All right. Now, John, what time is it? It is 9.34. Not exactly the answer. (laughs) the irrelevant game of the week. But it's iGow time. Um, 9.34 is about the most irrelevant time of the day, so this is fitting. So I'm I'm thinking we're really between Jacksonville, Minnesota, and Detroit, Chicago. Jacksonville, Minnesota is a big game for us, though, because John's on it for his survival. Yeah, we can't pick that one. That one's actually extremely, extremely relevant game. One of the more relevant games of the week. Okay. So are we in agreement, Detroit-Chicago? I don't know what else yeah. we— Detroit-Chicago here wins the award for the most wins between two teams that is just above what they should actually be at. This is a game that should have about three combined wins. That's <laughs> yeah. got nine. So I don't understand how. These are two really bad teams and especially really bad lately. All those wins came probably in the first six weeks of the season for each team, I think. Chicago started five and one. Yeah. And <laughs> five I and six now. I feel like Detroit was like four and two or four and three, maybe. I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, these teams I don't know. I don't so know. Much. This is a bad game. I don't know which bad game. team played worse last week. It's a bad they game. They both got destroyed. This is uh, a bad game. Patricia got fired, so I'm going to take Detroit plus three for. Uh, Teams just seem to play well that that just that first game after a coach gets fired. Oh, Falcons are, I guess, a little bit different, but um, South Carolina played well after Muschamp got fired. Now they're not a team anymore. They got they disbanded after that game. I'll tell you what. I, I think that because Chicago lost more recently than Detroit, 
the public's going to be hammering Detroit. They're also going to like the narrative of Patricia out. I believe Kenny Galladay is still going to be out this game. I hope to God I have someone at at QB that's not Mitch Trubisky, but I'm going to be on Chicago minus three. And I, it's just, this is why it's the irrelevant game of the week. Chicago currently accounting for 8% of the total money. There's only 529 bets in. in, There's nothing I can tell you to convince you to bet this game. You should not bet this game, but because we, we, us three most likely have somewhat of a problem. We will be betting this game. I am on Chicago minus three competition problem i will be on detroit plus three i'll be riding with john cheers we'll see what happens we will and with that any parting words any last calls for the the people tonight what do you guys think i I beat covid last week that's kind of big oh tell us about your experience talk about it i had literally no symptoms i but i defeated covid officially let's go that's the negative when i got back to new york city it was great uh, I don't know. It was it was very strange spending my birthday and Thanksgiving by myself in a room. Um, it was somewhat peaceful, I guess. I watched a lot of TV, bet a lot of college basketball games, and ate a lot of Thanksgiving leftovers by myself. But other than that, it was fine. Just a long week. Wow. You are a survivor amongst us all. Chad, what have you done recently? Anything? How's um, life? Not much going on. Just uh, still trying to. Looks like first week of January is uh, when I'm going to be moving down to Northern Virginia. So trying to finalize those plans. Um, in terms of the holiday season, not not much on the horizon. Um, but enjoying the time with the family, working, you know, tired early. But yeah, everything's good. Nice. Happy to hear. Good luck on your move. Thank you. What about you, Johnny? Um, you know, honestly, I'm just so happy college. I'm into college hoops early this year and it's been some really, really good games, early season games. You know, I think they have handled the resuming of the season quite well. I, there've been some cancellations, but none of them have been any of the really, really big games. Um, which has been nice. Like I said, I think a team like Texas is going to be really good this year. They're one I've got an eye on. Um, second of that, shout out to myself. I didn't complain once about the back pain. I just fought through it this whole episode. You didn't hear about it once. You heard about it right in the beginning. You hear about it right now. One thing I'll say, at the age of 25, a little bit more. I'm a little bit more disciplined now. A younger self would have probably gone and tried to continue working out on the injured back that I felt. Uh, but today I pulled the plug on it think I'm going to be thankful for it. Can hopefully get back out there next week instead of three weeks from now, which is probably what would have happened. I would have probably been paralyzed if I kept going, considering how much it hurt after uh, being when I did. But uh, Michigan State just covered the plus for them for four one and one today. Uh, need Kansas tonight. God, I love college hoops right now. Just feeling good, good, good morale, good camaraderie. Oh, Gotta yeah. stay hot. Gotta stay hot. Go. Keep having fun. All right, and with that, um, we sail off. Good night. We love you all. Stay safe. Adios. Thank you for listening. Production by AJ Bradbury.